So um, normally what we do here is we have someone come and share a little bit of a story and get to know them. What we're going to do today is we're going to have at least two people come and share their story. We also want to give you an opportunity, because we know most of you in this room, if you want to get up in a few minutes for 30 seconds and just tell us what God's done in your life this year, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be encouraging? If you've got your Bibles, just turn to Revelation chapter 12. Um, there's a theme, that, there's many themes that run through the Bible, but there's one theme that I want to highlight today um, throughout the service that I think is really special. And uh, you see it all the way from the beginning of the Bible all the way to the end of the Bible. And I'm going to read towards the end of the Bible, Revelation chapter 12, starting at verse 7. I'm not going to speak, but I just want to introduce a couple of our stories. It says this. There's this kind of um, really beautiful picture uh, of what happened in heaven. It's full of uh, imagery. It says this. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled down to the earth, and the angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accused of our brothers and sisters, he who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. But they triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So uh, one of the things that I see in scripture is this wonderful, mysterious thing where God partners with us to advance his kingdom and you see even here by his blood but our testimony his work on the cross our stories and stories are really powerful stories are praise and when you when you tell your story of what God has done in your life it's a form of praise and if you remember a few weeks ago when Becky preached she talked about how praise is warfare you know the last thing you want to do when things are going bad, is stop telling your story. The last thing you want to do when you're being attacked is to stop praising God. The best thing you can do is resist the devil and share your story. So this morning we've got two people we know who are going to share their story a little bit. And, um, and then maybe we may have a couple of surprises. Maybe some of you guys will. It's going to be one of those mornings, okay? So I'm going to introduce... Well, about an hour ago, I was going to introduce a guy called Ron Pickles, and then I found out he's actually called Don Sickles. So let's give Don a round of applause uh, as Don comes out. So Don, um, uh, if you come on stage, Don, if you don't mind. So what happened was, um, over the last couple of weeks, people have been coming and telling me and, and others stories, and we said, you know, we've got a story uh, uh, Sunday where we've got people share stories. Would you be willing to share your story? And Don... I appreciate it. Don said yes. So maybe, Don, you could just share just for a couple of minutes uh, what you were sharing with me a couple of weeks ago. So They all know that I talk a lot. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll stop you. If I do this, they bless your brother. It's the secret sign to stop. So. Paul asked me if I wanted to share, and I said absolutely. I, I kind of, just a real quick background. I grew up in the church. My uncle was my pastor. Grew up in a Pentecostal background. We were in church three nights a week and every Sunday. Um, I also had the opportunity to have a scholarship landed from Evangel College. 
So the goal in my life was to be a youth pastor. Unfortunately, uh, that was also the Jim Baker melee. So I left the church. And it's probably been 30 years since I've been in. A friend asked my daughter to come over here. Of course, we've been Viridians from the get-go. We're house number 41. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that she had come over here. There was a couple of services that she had come to. She, she went to the youth group. And we started noticing some things I did in the house. So I asked Skylar, what's going on? She said, well, a friend invited me to go to youth group. What? <laughs> really? It was kind of a needed shock for me. Well, long story short, in the course of the last six weeks that we've been attending, I've noticed changes in my daughter. I've noticed changes in my little one. First time ever, the little daughter, uh, this weekend uh, during Christmas, we were sitting down, dinner was all prepared and ready to go, grandpa and grandma's here. She didn't want us to eat until we prayed. So a lot of times we have to think about what can the kids show us too. Sometimes our hearts get a little bit cold and we don't listen to the kids, and we should. So don't get me wrong, I have a teenager in the house. We have things going on all the time, and then to compel that, we have four daughters. So there's always a drama. But Skylar is changing that around to where we can communicate about things now. So I attribute that to what's going on in our lives. And then Ron, that was great, Ron. And then uh, obviously you've been coming back, and if I'm understanding correctly, so 30 years you left ago, you left the church. And 30 years ago. Coming back. What's your relationship with God like now, would you say? Um, it's been slow, but I'm coming back. Probably one of my, my greatest stories, uh, my senior year of high school, I was awarded an opportunity. You all might know the name Phil Driscoll, hmm. uh, trumpet player. I toured with Phil Driscoll. And that was during the Jim Baker episodes. And I, I loved being with Phil, but still the Baker thing, it, it really hurt. And so now, what's happened? Is anything <laughs> happening with you? What's God doing in the last few weeks with you? Yes, the last few weeks, because Skylar has come, I've started to come in. I've noticed changes in my life, too. I, I shared with Bob one day, I said, when we were leaving, ooh, uh, that seat was getting hot this morning. <laughs> so I, I'm hoping that it stays that way and we keep moving forward. Um, I, I believe, and the doors are open for me again, and I think we're going to have some amazing things going on. The thing that I'm enjoying more than, than anything is seeing all of my neighbors starting yeah. to show up here. Last week we had, I think I counted, over 50. Oh, so it, it continues to grow. And I think by, by faith within our community and our neighborhoods, we can make that happen even, even greater. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Thank you, Don. Let, let's just pray for Don. Can we close our eyes? We're going to pray for Don. Um, Dave, we're getting a lot of feedback on the mics, mate. Um, Lord, we just uh, thank you so much for uh, Don uh, and for Skylar and for the whole family. We pray a real blessing on them. God, we pray for Don just as he's um, com coming back to you and following you. And um, again, you're just... Uh, 
Lord of his life. We pray a blessing on him as he leads his family. You will lead him and guide him. And he will just feel a massive blessing in, in every single way. You will bless his family just relationally and uh, materially and, and physically and emotionally. But most of all, spiritually, we pray you will bless them. In the name of Jesus, we ask it, Lord. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Bless you, Don. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Okay, our second guest speaker for this morning is Andre. Uh, let's give Andre a round of applause. Welcome, Andre, to the stage. Okay, so um, I'm not going to tell your story. I'm going to let you tell your story. But I told Andre I would interview him so he didn't feel like he had to do a speech. So and, uh, here's my first question. Tell us your story. <laughs> Just go as far as you can on that hope. So, good morning, everybody. Happy New Year's. Um, much, much like Don, I, I haven't been involved in the church in probably 25 years. My wife kept pushing me, Andre, you know, I need something. I need, I need to feel something. I need, I need somewhere, something to come to me. I need to get involved. And she kept pushing and kept pushing. And, and, um, we had a, um, we've, we've had a couple of tragedies happen this year. And of course, those kind of things can be inspiring to get people to, you know, go seek counsel, if yeah. you will. And uh, Cheryl reached out to, to Bob and said, you know, where's your church at? I, I need something. So he mentioned to her that, look, we're getting ready to start up here. And uh, so we, we started coming the first day it was open. We were here. And I haven't looked back since, to be honest with you. It's, it's been an eye-opening. It's been encouraging. It's been uplifting. And thank you, guys. So tell us what happened in your relationship. So a few weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, yeah. just tell us that story because we often say to people, hey, you know, um, we have prayer, people to pray at the back. And yes. obviously, it was weird. I felt God tell me to go to the corner right. and then you, you guys came up and just I tell know. me what was the process, what happened when you kind of gave your life to the Lord and stuff. So Yeah, we went back there. Cheryl mainly I was asking you to lift your mic up. I'm sorry. I think that's why it's booming. So. Uh, Cheryl wanted to go back there because my mother had injured herself recently and basically couldn't walk. And uh, so she wanted to go back there and pray. And well, I had a different agenda. Mm. My agenda was is I wanted to, you know, give my life back to Christ and, and I guess um, just be a part of this church and, and move forward and, and be a part of the mission. Yeah, I mean, I like that, be part of the mission, that's yeah. good. So um, what, do you, what do you see in the future? What do you feel like God's calling you to, to be or to do? Or what, what changes do you feel that God's implementing, I guess, in your life? I, I think the, the main thing that I've got going on right now is just learning. Okay. I just, I want to, I want to seek as much knowledge as I can. I want to, I want to understand the Bible. I want to, I just, I got to dig in. I'm there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. And one of the things we want to do is equip people uh, at the church. Obviously, if you've ever looked at the website, you know it's all about equipping the saints. So we're very excited about uh, Andre and Cheryl. And what we want to do is, um, as people come to know the Lord or people come back to know the Lord or who weren't following him and start to follow him, is, is find people who would be willing to disciple. And uh, we, we appreciate we're finding people for Andre who will just uh, import and, and do that. So you, you this morning, God might be putting that on your heart is to disciple and be part of that discipleship program process to invest in people um but we're we're really thrilled about thank that you. mate i was encouraged thank so. you that's good um let's pray let's pray for andre then and um we're gonna pray so lord we just pray for andrew and, Sh and Sher andre and cheryl uh, we pray a blessing upon them right now lord um god for them in their in their walk with you uh, particularly andre as he just um 
start to learn about you and, and learn about your word and learn about discipleship as, as disciples come around them and um, embrace them and invest into them. Uh, we pray, Lord, that he really will and, and Cheryl really will join your mission on this planet, Lord. Lord, we just read about the, the devil being overthrown, Lord, and, and we thank you that you're pushing back darkness, and we pray that you will just reveal to Andre their part in that, Lord, and, and just give him wisdom and guidance, we pray, and strength, we pray. In your name we ask it. Amen. 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 Bless you, Andre. Okay, here's the awkward bit. So, who else would like to share their story of what God has done in your life this year? We only have about three or four minutes left. So, who else has got a story to share. Even if it's just, they just want to thank the Lord for something he's done. Anybody? Young or old? God's been quiet this year, clearly. He's <laughs> not been up so much. Anybody? We'll move on. I'll move on. David? Very, very quickly. Thank you, David. This is David. A lot of people think David's just some kind of weird stalker who stands at the back. <laughs> and he is. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just make sure everything sounds good here. Um, so over a year ago, I was um, asking myself the question, like, um, what should I do next? I've done two years with Pace in England, and then I was asking myself the question, what should I do next? Um, where should I go? Um, and one idea was go back to Germany and to study. And the other idea was um, come here to America and join Pace um, globally and use my tech and IT skills to program and help uh, the movement go forward through programming. And um, I did not know about this church plant by then, but I was really like, a part of me was like, oh, I don't really want to go to America. I want to go back home. But then I kept on asking God what's, what's happening, like what, what do you want? And, and then I was in Germany over New Year's and asking God, like uh, having this interview for the, for the university, and I told God, hey, you will be done. It, like, I want to seek you first. You will be done. Whatever's happening in this interview, you will be done. And I knew um, my problem wouldn't be the lack of, like, knowledge or, like, whatever, because I'm quite good at this type of stuff with tech. But then I did the interview, and I got the feedback, and the same day I was telling, yeah, we would like to have you, but you don't really fit. I'm like, is that you, God? Is that you, God, telling me I should go somewhere else? And then I, surely I applied here for Pace Global. Um, I was accepted and then I got to be part of this amazing church plant and um, amazing things are happening. I'm thankful and I praise God for what God is doing here um, in America now. Tell us one thing that God's been doing in your life, um, David, over the last few weeks. What, what, what's the one thing God's teaching you, would you say, this year? Um, I think God is, like, just keep on teaching me, like, to trust him and to, like, like, if I seek him first, that he will provide. And right. it might sometimes look difficult because, hey, where's the money coming from? Where's the time coming from? All of these things. But it's just like, hey, David, seek me first, and I will provide for the rest. And I think this is a journey I'm on the last few years since mm -hmm. Pace, and it's an absolutely incredible journey. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, David. Bless you, David. Let's just pray for David. And uh, David and Becca will be getting married. This is Becca. Becca looks after the children, so perfect fit for David. Um, she, and they're going to get married um, in April. Is it April? So we're going to pray for them. Guys. Lord, we pray for uh, David and Becca and this new family that's going to be formed. We thank you, Lord, that you are at the centre of this family, at uh, the centre of this couple. We thank you, Lord, that at the centre uh, of their relationship is a desire to seek your kingdom first. 
And God, we pray that they will be shining light to others in that, particularly to couples of their own age, Lord, that they will just model what it means to advance your kingdom and to seek your kingdom first. And as David's already said, Lord, we know, we trust that you will give them everything they need, Lord. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, if somebody wants to come up quickly, we've got time for one more person who'd like to share their story. Um, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Okay, oh, Pip's there, Kerry. Um, actually, I was going to just, uh, as Kerry comes, I just wanted to say thank you to Bob and Kerry, because Bob and Kerry host both David and Ryan. And uh, so we, I think we should give them a round of applause for their hosts in our homes. So we appreciate Thank you for that. Per kilo, how much does David eat per day? Oh, boy. Not, I I'm not going to embarrass him. <laughs> He's worth it. <laughs> I just, I have a praise, and uh, I think it kind of all, all started with something I feel like the Lord has really taught us this year about healing. Mm. It started with Bob, my husband. He had heart surgery this year, and it was a, it was a really scary thing. It was a really big surgery, and it really brought us mm. to, the, to the Lord and really to our knees and deep into Scripture. And it was really cool to see how he really came out of this surgery um, and healed so quickly. Mm. But it was so cool because as he was coming out, of, he had to have a second one. And as he was coming out of the second one, he just had little tears running down his face and he was praising God. And, and that was just, and he was actually quoting scripture that I had been praying for him. Uh-huh. And so that was, that was just an amazing thing. And then to see his healing come along mm. has just been crazy. And so then through that, lessons that we were taught, um, we, were, we really started taking, I think, really just asking God uh, to heal us and to pray for those people that needed healing through these scriptures that we had been taught. And so this was just kind of a neat story that I have that we were on vacation over Thanksgiving mm. and uh, we were out walking around and I, about five or six years ago, had knee surgery and um, just to scope, but it was, you know, he said, boy, he said, that looks pretty bad in there. The next surgery, you probably be a knee replacement next time I see you, but just no more running and this and that. Well, it's been five or six years, and we were on vacation doing some walking, not big hiking or anything, but my knee just completely went out. I could barely even limp, and it was swollen. It hurt so bad. I was like, well, this is probably it. So I was going to make my appointment. When we got back, even called and made the appointment, but that night, Bob prayed over my knee. He put his hands on my knee and prayed and just, you know, we believed that God could restore my knee and that he had, you know, huge plans and purposes for me to be up and functioning. And we just told him how much we appreciated his healing power. And he, he touched my knee and prayed over me. And the next morning, my knee felt like new. Right, and I, we God. were like, and we shouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but we were like, <laughs> I mean, it was like, I was, I dreaded getting out of bed. I was like, I don't even want to get up and walk to the bathroom, you know, and put my feet on the floor, and I was walking just fine. That's been since Thanksgiving. I went ahead and kept my appointment because I thought, well, we just need to just make sure everything's good in there or just to see how it yeah. is. And so um, they were going to schedule, already had an MRI scheduled. We were going to go ahead and try and do it before the end of the year because Bob's heart surgery covered our deductible, so I thought we've got to be responsible with this. <laughs> And so he did the x-ray to see what all needed to be done. And he came back in the room and he was like, your knee looks great. He said, you have a tiny little bit of like maybe just some wear and tear, but just the beginning of a little bit of wear and tear. And so it kind of blew my mind. So anyway, I just wanted to praise God for that. That's fantastic, isn't it? Thank you, Carrie. Let's pray for Carrie and pray for Bob and her continued healing, yeah? 
Lord, we pray for Kerry and for Bob. We thank you, Lord, for all the different ways they serve this community, uh, practically and spiritually. Uh, we pray a, a full blessing on them. You will con uh, just continue to heal them uh, in their bodies. And Lord, we just love them so much. We thank you so much for the gift that they are to us as a fellowship. So bless them, we pray. Um, bless them for housing. Um, Lord, we, we know that you say, Lord, that when, you, when we open up our homes, Lord, for, for your messengers, Lord, there's a blessing on the home. So we pray a blessing on the home. We claim it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kerry. Thank you. So um, just as, as Kerry's uh, taking a seat, one of the things we wanted to mention today is the healing um, event, training, uh, training event for prayer and for healing. Uh, could you just pull out, uh, John, if, that, if that's possible? So... Um, we know that quite often, I've heard people say to me, oh, I'd love to pray for people. I'm not always sure how to pray for people. I'm not always sure, do I pray for them then or do I go home and pray for them? And sometimes you're hearing stories of people just saying, hey, can I pray for you? Praying for them and seeing amazing things happen. And if you'd like to be part of that and see what that, see, you know, what that looks like and growing confidence and know how to pray for people practically, then uh, we've got this event. It's one evening on the 15th of January. Uh, we really want to see people just moving in, in the gifts and, and praying for people. So, uh, Mark and Becky, you've got some amazing stories to share. Uh, we'd love to train you and show you how to do that. So, it'll be, it'll be uh, informative. It'll be practical. Um, you don't have to know anything about praying. You can know, know everything about praying. There'll still be something for you to learn. So, we'd love you to, to be involved in that. If you'd like to be involved, then see Mark, Becky, or the Foxy Lane, who'll be at the stand, and you can register, uh, and we'll register for that and that'd be fantastic and then also just while we're on this um Havareem starts up again which we're excited about so we've got an 11 week course starting on the 9th of January it was pretty full last time so please let us know if you're coming we'd love you to come you'll really really enjoy it we may have to split into two at some point if the numbers keep growing but we'd love you to come along so please come along we're gonna look at some really interesting subjects uh, but the main thing we're going to teach is how to study anything with anyone so, bless you guys. Great, okay, we're going to get the guys, the band is going to come back up again, and we're going to worship a little bit more, and then I'm going to come back and share a very short message uh, with you. So, um, there we go. Obviously, over the, over the years of being involved in ministry, um, I've heard a lot of sermons, and uh, what I've noticed that I love what Jesus did was that Jesus took really complicated, profound truths and taught them in a way that was so simple, it sounded so simple that just everyday people could grab hold of them. Um, over the last 30 years, sometimes I've found people do the opposite. They take, take quite simple things and use a lot of very long words and make them sound more complicated than they have to do. And uh, sometimes I think we as ministers do that to make ourselves sound better <laughs> and uh, sound more intelligent. Um, but what I'm going to try and do today is something a little bit different, something Last, I've done this once in 30 years. This is what I did 30 years ago. Because we've got a few young people around. And we're trying to say what I think is quite a complex, profound truth and make it fairly simple for us to understand. Uh, a lot of words have been added and, and made this subject really flowery. Um, the idea of how can we have a free will and yet God know and God seems to be in control of, of what we do in our decisions. How is that, what does that even look like? So I'm going to share my understanding of that. And to do this, I'm having a special volunteer who I only asked a few moments ago. Skylar's going to come, so please give Skylar a round of applause. Uh, as you can see, Skylar's extremely excited about doing this, aren't you, Skylar? She's very, very happy 
about doing this. So um, now I'm just realizing here, I, I'm gonna have to use my hands. So I don't know if I can bring this microphone up, maybe I can't, so. Um, okay, so um, in the word of God, it says this. If we can show the next slide, please, John. It says this. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. It's a great passage of scripture. That God has plans to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. What does that actually look like? What does that, how does that happen? What does that look like? So Skyler, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. I know your dad's taking photos, just ignore him. So I'm going to ask you to hold the mic and put it in front of my mouth occasionally because I'm going to I'm going to try and do what men can't do. I'm going to try and multitask. I'm going to try and do an object lesson, and I'm going to try and teach this, this truth as well. So I'm not much of a uh, magician. Okay, but I'm going to... Um, can, you, can you shuffle cards? Are you any good at shuffling cards? No, no? okay. Well, let, me, <laughs> let me shuffle them. Okay, so... So, um, um, Scott, I don't know if you know this. You've, you've heard us say this, but we, we believe that you exist. The main reason you exist, okay, is because God didn't have anybody exactly like you. And he wanted somebody exactly like you. And that's why we have Skylar. Because God thought of this amazing idea, and it's Skylar, which is fantastic. But does that mean, therefore, that Skylar has to robotically do what God says? Or does God give us choices? Well, God gives us choices. So what I'm going to ask you to do, first of all, Skylar, I know this is something I mentioned to you before, is I'd like you to write on that board, it's my story. Okay? I'd like you to write on the board, it's my story. Okay, so Skylar, so um, this is what the Bible says, okay? Um, wherever you go, okay, wherever you do, whoever you go with, and whatever you say, God. God is there with you in the mix, okay? Which is kind of cool, so. But it's your choice. God gives you choices. So I want you to choose. You've got one, two, three, four. Pick a number, just as a clue, between one and four. Okay. Uh, two. two. Excellent. Okay. Pick another number. Four. Four. Pick another number. One. Pick another. Okay. Pick another number. Three. Three. Okay. So what I've got is we, we've kind of shuffled these cards so they're even more here shuffled. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle them a bit more. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so God gives us free will. He gives you choices. So you become a Christian, but it doesn't mean God takes control of all your choices. You give your choices to God. Okay. So, just to highlight, I want you to pick um, a card. So, pick, uh, choose a number between one and ten. Five. Five. Okay, I want you to pick the fifth card, okay? Ten. So, what you do, I want you to do this. I want you to go one, two, three, four, and then the fifth card, I want you to put it uh, over there. Does that make sense? Kind of. Okay, okay. We'll, 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 we'll see if you can do it now, okay? So, so, hold the cards. Okay, put one down, two down, three down. Four down. The fifth one, hold. And show everybody, don't shout out the card to me, okay? We're going to see if this goes well or not, okay? Okay, okay. Now, put it back in the pack. Put it back. Excellent, very good job. Okay, put the other ones on top of it. I hope I've got this right. No, sorry, I mean put them on there. Okay, now the best you can, try and shuffle it. Just give it a bash. Oh, that's better than I did. That's good. Okay, well done. 
Okay, fantastic. Okay, Sky, that's wonderful. Okay, so let's put them out. We're going to put them in uh, two lines, okay, like this. Yeah, does that make sense? I'm going to put them here as well. So can you spread them out for me just a little bit so I can see pretty much most of the cards? That'd be wonderful if you can. Let's put a few of these over here and mix them in somewhere, okay. Just bring them in. Okay, good, okay. So, uh, what does this mean? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. So, the word there for plans in the Bible, um, the original word means to weave, which reminds me of this. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bayeux Tapestry. Uh, the Bayeux Tapestry is a, a tapestry. It's um, 234 foot long. So, it's really, it's longer, I would guess, than this room, I would guess that is, or the size of this room. And I've seen it. It's amazing. It tells us, um, amazing battle, it's a story in picture form with some words on it, tells this amazing story. So you have a story and this tells a story. When you go and look at this in a museum, as I've done, and you see the front of it, you can literally follow the story. It's really, really kind of beautiful. It's, it's a wonderfully told story about a battle that happened many, many years ago. If you go behind it, which I've also done, it looks like a complete mess. You can imagine. It's full of threads. Lots and lots of different colored threads, and they're jumbled up. And if you were to squint, kind of, at it, you might see some kind of picture. But the reality is it's really, really confusing. For me, those threads represent our choices. Um, some of the, the threads are long, some of them are short. Um, and, and we have choices. So Skylar has choices. She's made a choice today. She has choices about different things. And the, the Bible says that God weaves those choices together to create the best story he can create. Our problem most of the time is we only see the back of the tapestry, we don't see the front of it. So God's creating this amazing story, and for many of us, even this year, we've made choices, and things have gone better than other things, and we see this kind of picture, but we need to trust that God is putting those things together the best way he can. So, um, let, let me just uh, explain. So, I'm going to ask you some, uh, some questions. We're gonna, again, we're just going to put a few more in here just to create a bit of a line and stuff. So, Okay, so um, I'm going to ask you some questions to see if I can get to know you, uh, Skylar. First of all, Skylar, spell your name to me. S. S. K. K. Y. Y. L. L. A. A. R. Ah, okay, cool. Okay, good. Okay, Skylar, um, do you enjoy being in church? Yes. Okay. Y. E. S. Are you enjoying standing on this stage in front of everybody staring at you right now? No. No? Okay. <laughs> N. Oh. Uh, were you happy to hear what your dad said about you before? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite color, Skylar? Purple. Purple. Okay, spell that to me. P. P. U. U. R. R. P. L. L. E. Fantastic. Okay, cool. Um, do you love music, yes or no? Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, Y, E, S, I know how to spell that one. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite subject at school? Science. Science, okay. Um, okay. Um, let me think. Um, science, what else do you like? <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I just need a yes or no. Yes or no. Yes, okay. Why? That was an evil laugh. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, right. can't spell much really. okay excellent good okay so um, are you looking forward to the new year maybe 
Maybe, okay. Okay. Yes. Yes or maybe? Yes. Yes, okay. Why? E. Yes. Okay. So, are, are, you, are you nervous, yes or no? Yes. Yes, okay. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. So, here's what I've learned from asking you these questions, because it reveals that this card is the one you chose. Is that correct? Is that correct? Yes. Thank goodness for that. Praise God. Okay. Okay. So we make choices, okay? And um, if I get to know Skylar, one of the ways I can get to know Skylar is by asking her questions, yeah? And I ask, you okay? No. Okay. <laughs> so I can ask Skylar questions and I can get to know Skylar. So as I get to know Skylar and ask her questions, then I can make choices about Skylar that may hurt her or may make her happy, which is kind of cool. But God's a little bit different, okay? So God knows that you're going to make choices. And uh, Romans says this. This is what the passage in Romans says. It says this. Um, and we know that in all things, so all the things we choose to do, good or bad, in all things, uh, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, okay? So God's called you according to his purpose. He has a purpose for you, yeah? Okay. And you're going to make choices, and some of the choices you make are good choices, yeah? And some of the choices you make are not good choices, correct? Okay. Um, but the fact is God weaves all men for the good of you as you pursue his purposes. But there's a twist, okay? There's a little bit of a twist. So I want you to take off that, um, see this? I want you to lift this up a little bit and just take it off and see what's under there. And the next sheet as well, I think, possibly. Okay, so can you just take that card off? That's good. So I've got to know Skylar. I didn't know Skylar at all apart from what Don uh, told me. And up until an hour ago, I thought Don was called Ron. So I really don't know too much. Um, uh, but God's a bit different. Can you just open and just see what's in there? Don't, don't show anybody yet. We'll just see if there's anything in there. I'm not sure if there is or not. Is there anything in there? Can you see where it is? Can you see? Okay, can you show everybody? Wow. <laughs> so... What we've got here is the fact that God knows our choices in advance. Um, the Bible doesn't use the word look. It doesn't tells us not to be superstitious, but it does use the word providence. And providence means to know in advance. God works knowing in advance. So we have choices, but God knows what our choices will be. And he weaves those choices, those threads, to create the best story he can, possibly can. This year, God's going to ask you and Skylar to make choices. Sometimes we'll make good choices. Sometimes our choices won't be so good. Sometimes choices made about us will be outside of our control. But there are times when we can make choices. And as we make choices, God, if we love him, weaves them together for the best purpose. The great thing is he already knows bizarrely the choices we're going to make. He's already now working on next year for you. He's already weaving those choices together, which I think is, is really good. And even though, Skylar, you say that sometimes you make good choices and sometimes you make bad choices, here's the thing. No matter what choice you make, God has already chosen to continue to love you, which is kind of cool, isn't it? Good. Let's give Skylar a round of applause. Thank you, Skylar. So I just love this whole thought from the beginning of Scripture all the way to the end of Scripture. The way we can overpower the enemy is by the blood of the Lamb. So that's what Christ did and our story. 
telling our story. And the stronger the threads we give to God, the, the stronger the choices we make, the better the choices we make, the better story he can create for us. So as we go into this new year, I want to encourage you to understand that there's a partnership going. God's already ahead. God's already in advance. God is already working on your behalf for his purposes. But at the same time, it's still our story and it's still our choice, which I think is really encouraging. So I know that's really simple, but I think it's a good thought to go into this new year with. Do you not agree? Do you not agree? Good. Let's pray. Lord, we, um, we're just excited, Lord, even though there may not be many of us today, uh, Lord, I'm excited that there are people in this room who have got an amazing story to tell. Lord, this morning we've heard of gifts of healing, Lord, where you've healed people, uh, where you've transformed people in their, in their families, Lord, where you've made a difference, you've come into our homes and you've made a difference and it's wonderful, it's just fantastic. And yet, Lord, what fills us with excitement is that coming into this new year, You've given us choices, you've given us free will, but you're already working ahead. You're already ahead of us, knowing the choices we're going to make, weaving them together for the best possible story. God, I pray that you will, one, Lord, just help us to trust you even more. Secondly, Lord, I, I pray that you will help us to make the best choices we can, Lord, that we will give you the best material to work on, to create the best story, to display your glory in our lives, for the sake of others who don't know him as yet. In your name we ask it, Lord.